Hey guys, Jay Stryker here, professional bass angler. Hey everybody, I'm Wesley Stryker, professional bass fisher. Hey guys, my name is Rex Del Rey from Action Hat and Fish Fresh. Hi, this is Luke Clausen, Bassmaster Elite Series Pro. Hey guys, it's Jim Root, writer, Smallmouth Ninja. You're listening to On the Hook with Daryl Bars. What's going on, fishing folks? Welcome to another exciting episode of the Fisherman's Journal podcast. I am that fisherman, Daryl Barnes, and this is my journal in audio form of uh, the podcast. Today, we'll have JP DeRose on. Now, this is an interview we did almost a year ago, but I almost didn't release it because audio, my audio on my end was horrible. It sounded like I was in the water the whole time, so I kind of shoved it. But it was a good interview, so I'm going to air it right now so everybody can listen to it. Um, and JP talks about breaking boundaries, uh, his most memorable catch, and how to become a better angler. So it's all around a very good listen for anyone who wants to become a better angler. Also, guys, if you have yet to do so, please subscribe to the FishermansJournal.com. We're going to have tons of giveaways coming out very soon. Some from Erupt Fishing. I have some Berkeley uh, gear to give away. Um, and have some rod and reels uh, by a very good brand um, with some new stuff coming out pretty soon. So stay tuned to that. But you have to subscribe to get the information about getting into the giveaway. So everybody subscribe to the Fisherman's Journal when you get a chance. But without further ado, here is the interview from oh, almost a year ago with J.P. DeRose of Breaking Boundaries. All right, so J.P., how's everything going with you? Uh, everything is going absolutely great, Daryl. Uh, just been really busy, uh, but you know, you can never complain when you're busy. No, you never can complain. So most people know who you are, uh, but please give us a bit of background information about yourself. Let everybody know who you are, what you have going on. Well, for those of you who've never heard of me, which I'm pretty sure there's quite a few, uh, my name is J.P. DeRose, and uh, believe it or not, born and raised in Canada, despite most people's thoughts that I am from the U.S., I still live here and uh, grew up in just north of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, which is, uh, you know, a really big city. I think right now we have 8 million people in it, but grew up loving the outdoors and competitive sports and got into fishing at a pretty competitive level when I was in my early 20s and since then went from competition to the TV side of things to production and here I sit now completely immersed in the world of fishing and couldn't be happier. Good deal. So we've seen you on TV. Um, I've seen you at ICAST. Never met you personally, but you are um, what most people say a big name in the fishing community. So before we get into all the things that you do and your shows and the tournament series and everything you have going on, let's start with a story. And, and can you tell us about your favorite catch? And you catch a lot of species, so it's not just bass fishing. So whatever kind of fish it is, just let us know what your favorite catch was and, and how, how it went about. Uh, you know, I, it's so hard because I fish for so many different species and each of them bring their own little nuance to the catch, whether it's the hunt or the size or, you know, the aerial acrobatics. But if I had to think of one that really stuck in my head, it would be on my honeymoon. So I was 23 years old when I got married. So we went to Barbados and I actually, I was a huge fan of fishing even then. And I hooked up with the locals to go out fun fishing. And basically in Barbados, they kill what they catch and they sell it at market to survive. So I hooked up with the locals. He took me out, 
in a 10 or 12 foot handmade boat with a, I'll never forget an eight horse Suzuki outboard. And this guy picks me up. I'm standing on the beach of my resort. I was at the Almond beach club and I'm standing on the beach with a flipping stick with a 6,500 size beer can bait caster loaded up with 15 pound mono and a little tackle box of hooks and weights. And this guy picks me up in his little boat on the beach and I get in and there's four inches of water in the bottom of the boat and probably 300 pilchards swimming around in the boat. And he takes me out two miles offshore and we tie up to a buoy and he starts baiting the area. And then he, uh, we put out some baits and I end up catching uh, an 80 and a 90 pound uh, sailfish on that seven, six flipping stick on that 6,500 size reel on 15 pound mono. So oh, wow. when it comes to things that, you know, you go into a fight a little outgunned, I was completely outgunned, but I still got it done. And I have a picture of me standing on the beach with two sailfish. Now, these days, I would never kill a sailfish based on what I know about them. But, you know, that's their way of making a living down there. And probably one of my best experiences ever was fighting those fish, being completely overwhelmed and shocked. If you had to choose any species to go out and catch right now, what would it be? God, I love them all. I'm, I'm such a greedy pig when it comes to species of fish. <laughs> and I love them all because they all offer a different challenge. I don't know if I'm the type of ang- type of angler that could do, you know, just deep smallmouth or just shallow smallmouth or just flip largemouth or, you know, saltwater is so attractive to me. If I had to pick one thing, I think I would pick inshore saltwater. And the mm-hmm. simple reason being is because it brings the best of both worlds. I love bass fishing. I love the target. I love the stealth of hunting them. But then you get the size and the power and the aggression of saltwater. So for me, inshore saltwater flats would be my one thing I could do for, let's call it redfish or snook. It's funny because I, I completely agree with you because when I first started watching your show, Breaking Boundaries, um, I'm here in Florida and I grew up inshore saltwater fishing. So that's my my love. Red fishing, uh, shallow water flats is what I would want to do at any given day. And my favorite show of break, Breaking Boundaries, you were down doing red fishing. You got out and you were waiting around and uh, just stalking red fish. And that one, that's my favorite show in Breaking Boundaries. Now, I love the show all the way, but my favorite episode was that particular one. But um, that's a, a perfect segue uh, for you to tell us about Breaking Boundaries, uh, about the show, how it got started, and when we can actually see new episodes of the show coming out. All right. So, yeah, the show you're talking about in particular was uh, I headed out with Captain Bo Johnson out of Pine Island, Florida. And uh, I've known Bo and Deidre for a number of years. And they've become very good friends. Bo really, if, if there was such thing as a drug dealer in fishing, Bo would be it because he got me hooked on the saltwater inshore fishery. I mean, we went out there and I'm a big shark fanatic and we caught a ton of sharks. And, you know, driving back in, he's like, hey, you ever tail redfish? And I'm like, no. And that really showed me and got me completely curious about the entire inshore saltwater fishery. So... Breaking Boundaries began four years ago, and that was after doing four years of getting schooled, which was that industry, you know, more of a product showcase kind of show. And Mm -hmm. I did a year of Beyond the Cast, which was where we compared gear and like-priced groupings. And then I was asked by World Fishing Network to create a new show. And after five years of doing shows, I kind of knew what I wanted to do, and I kind of realized that 
the world of fishing is pretty big and I've done very little of it. As accomplished as I was in the bass world for my hometown, not so much in the States, but from where I was from, I think I was, a, I considered myself to be a very experienced bass fisherman, but I knew I was missing the boat on what fishing has to offer. So I ended up going out and creating this show based on a recommendation from one of my producers who was very big into documentaries. And there was one particular documentary called The Evolution of Metal. And we're talking heavy metal music. And it wasn't so much about the music as much as it was about the fact that they used a genealogical tree to break down the world of heavy metal. And I said, well, wouldn't it be cool if I applied that to fishing? So I got writing and I started creating the fishing family tree that is the entire basis for breaking boundaries. And when I stood back from it, I ended up with 512 arms of this family tree, starting from a fish and splitting to freshwater and saltwater and then splitting down to, you know, locations within those and then techniques and then, you know, lures and then species I started highlighting what I've done in my career and I've been fishing for probably 20 years at that point and I barely scratched the surface. So hence the beginning of Breaking Boundaries. So Breaking Boundaries is now in season four. I'm happy to say I have scratched off a bit of the itch, but not enough to say I'm done. And new episodes are coming out. Season four will be this January on World Fishing Network and we're also on Uh, Waypoint TV, which was a new thing we've done. So season three is already up on Waypoint TV. So, you know, if you're not a subscriber to World Fishing Network, we wanted to make sure people were able to reach and check out Breaking Boundaries. So that's now available. WaypointTV.com is completely free. Uh, You can download it on a number of things, whether you have Apple TV or Roku or on your phone or on a laptop or on a smart TV, uh, you can watch full 1080 HD episodes. So January will be the beginning of season four. I saw that season three was on Waypoint TV. Now, do you have any time frame as as to when seasons one and two will be on Waypoint or is it just season three for now? Um, I don't know. For now, it's season three. And what we're doing is judging the reaction and the uh, integration of how Breaking Boundaries does on Waypoint. So this is a test market for us. I I love the idea behind Waypoint. I think it's phenomenal. I think the fact that there are no borders, no boundaries and no time zones makes it very attractive to the future of what TV can be. So I wanted to dip my toe in it and the guys at Waypoint were phenomenal to deal with. So we're going to give this a little go. And if things go right, then we'll look at expanding our our distribution and our catalog. Well, I hope you expand. I I cut the cable cord some time ago, so I don't have um, War Fishing Network anymore. So I am hoping that you continue on Waypoint and put all your episodes on there. All right, fishing folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we're going to talk to JP about the Renegade Bass Tour. We all know that there are only two ways to do things in this world, the right way or again. This should be the same when buying fishing line. For all of your braid, fluorocarbon, and monofilament needs, head over to fanatictackle.com and spend less time re-spooling and more time fishing. Let's face it, fishing apps are popping up everywhere, but they're here to stay. I've tried my fair share of them, and along the way, I found Angler. Angler is like a combination of all of my favorite fishing tools under one roof. Angler has taken my boat electronics, 
weather reports, fishing logbook, and a whole community of other like-minded fishermen and placed it all inside my smartphone, tablet, and desktop for free, giving me a powerful fishing tool to record, learn, compete, and collaborate with other serious anglers. Look, Angler's not just another fishing app. It allows me to connect optional Bluetooth devices that keep me off my phone and record all the fishing information for me. I've been fishing with the Angler Bullseye for over two months now, and I've recorded all of my catches and waypoints by just clicking the Bullseye button. It's that simple to get all the fishing information I need. I just focused on fishing, and the Angler did the rest. The best part is that all of the information that I did record is completely private and saved securely on my Angler account. So are you ready to give it a try? Just head over to angler.com. That's A-N-G-L-R.com. 100% free to join, 100% free to use. Hey everyone, Aaron here from Woo Tungsten. We get asked all the time, why did we call it Woo Tungsten? What we did is we wanted a brand that we could have some fun with. We're anglers ourselves building a brand in a community for other anglers around an amazing product. We were super tired of spending a ton of money on high-end tungsten and having it chip after just half a day. We've got some of the toughest paint in the industry, some of the best weight designs that come from some of our elite anglers to make sure that we've got one of the best products at the best prices for you. At the same time, making a brand in a community that's going to make you yell woo on and off the water. We couldn't be more proud of what we've done. We love what we're doing, and you will too. Check us out, wootungsten.com. I wanted to get into something else, uh, the Renegade Bass Tour. That's something that's new going on uh, up in Canada, I believe. And could you tell us more about that and, and where people can find more information about it and how they can get involved? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Renegade Bass Tour has been probably one of the longest established bass tournament series in Canada. Uh, 22 years, I believe, they're on right now. So they're based out of eastern Ontario, uh, in in just north of basically what everyone should recognize as the Thousand Island St. Lawrence River, which, the, you know, the Bassmaster Elite Series has had several events there. The FLW has had events there. So probably considered to be one of uh, the world's best smallmouth fisheries. But they have great lakes they've been doing in the between Ottawa and Kingston area that uh, harbor both incredible largemouth and smallmouth fishery. So two years ago, they came to me and asked me to film the Thousand Islands Open, which was a really big $150,000 in payouts, really unique event, lots of US anglers, lots of Canadian anglers. So we did that. They were very happy with the results of us and we aired it on World Fishing Network. So uh, year two, they asked us to do the Thousand Islands Open and the Renegade Classic, which we did. And it's gone off incredibly well. It's been a long time, I think since 06, since Canadian tournaments had been uh, recorded for broadcast television. So we were thrilled that they chose, you know, JP DeRose Outdoors to do this project. And then they came to us this year and said, we want you to do the entire series. So we have 13 episodes coming out uh, and, you know, it, documents basically the four qualifying tournaments for the tour, the classic event. Then it also does the Thousand Islands Open, and it does what we deem the Tournament of Champions, which took the winners from each of the four qualifiers, the classic, the Thousand Islands Open, and the Pro-Am event, and put them in a head-to-head challenge on an unnamed lake, which was incredibly fun to fish. And then the winners of the classic received their own 30-minute episode to take over Renegade Bass TV. So that is going to be airing on World Fishing Network in January as well. And 
we're going to be bringing it out on Waypoint TV so everyone can see it. So we're we're pretty jacked up about it. We have a deadline delivery of December 1 to start getting episodes in. And we are burning the midnight oil because there is we had four cameras and over a dozen GoPros on boats. So the footage we are at right now, raw footage, I believe for this series, probably around the nine terabyte mark. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it's all going to be worth it at the end. So, um, yeah, the tour seemed like it's a lot of fun. and We can't wait to see more from it. Um, so did you say when it was going to start airing? Yeah. You said it was due in, in December. Yeah, due in December, airing January. We're going to start airing the episode. January. Um, so same same as Breaking Boundaries Season 4. We're going to kind of be around the same time releasing. So we're, we're incredibly – I mean, the guys there – and it's funny. I, I'm, I'm sure you've all seen it. You know, sometimes you put people who aren't used to being on camera in front of a camera, and it really shows that they don't like being or not used to being on camera. We were blessed mm-hmm. this year having our the there was 48 teams in the series that really did incredibly well on camera, came off incredibly well on camera. The action was incredible. The lakes, with the exception of one, had phenomenal fish catches and big weights. I mean, I don't think an event the smallest weight in an event this year was 18 and change for five. And the biggest single day weight, I believe, was almost 28 pounds for five. Oh, wow. Fishing is incredible. It truly is world class. The series is is phenomenally run. The anglers were incredible to deal with. So we're excited. I mean, it's going to come off really well. The shows are coming out great. Good deal. So we do things here um, on, on the hook where we have a, a guest on who knows about fishing and know a great deal of information that I can give our listeners. And I want to ask you if our listeners want to become better anglers, which I'm sure they all do. What advice would you give them to help them achieve that goal? If the, if the pure objective is to become more successful at angling and, the, and we're all talking about catching because everybody goes fishing. So oh, yeah. few people really go catching and to really get good at catching. It's a combination of things. I think research and understanding for myself, I did a lot of reading. So, uh, you know, back in my day when I started, there wasn't the plethora of information available online. And now, whether you're on YouTube or you follow, you know, people on Facebook or the video content that's available is phenomenal. And there's a lot of great stuff out there. So, you know, listen to, watch, read as many things about techniques and patterns as possible. But it's great to be book smart. It's imperative to be street smart and you have to go apply it on the water. So a good buddy of mine from Florida, from Key West, Travis Holman, who I filmed with, uh, said something really cool to me on camera when we were shooting a show together. He goes, do you want to know how you get good at fishing? And I said, tell me. He said, heavy expenditure of fuel. And it's, you know, you think about it, it's absolutely true. The more time you spend on the water, the better you're going to get at angling. You have to read about it. You have to understand the concept behind it. But the practical application is what makes you a better angler. So spend as much time as possible on the water. Don't be narrow-minded and only throw you know a crankbait when you know you can catch on a crankbait. Learn different techniques. Fish for different species because from all the experiences, whether I'm catching sailfish, goliath grouper, shark, or smallmouth bass, the mechanics behind fishing and the methodology to hook and be successful at catching – is the same. Fishing is fishing. And I always say it in every show, and it's exactly true. 
I love it. That's perfect. Good deal with JP. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we're going to end this episode here. But if you can, before we go, tell people where they could find your content. Uh, we know we mentioned Waypoint TV and World Fishing Network, but where else can people find more information about you and all of your content you have coming out? Uh, best thing to do is I do weekly videos on Facebook uh, and on YouTube. So, uh, you know, search my name on either of those. Uh, jpderose.com usually has a link to those both both those sites for my Instagram or Facebook account. For the Renegade series, renegadebass.com would be a great place to start. And, you know, obviously waypointtv.com and worldfishingnetwork.com have my information. So that's the easiest way if you have questions or you want to check out our videos on what we do. We try to do as many tip videos as we can. I think the new thing is Facebook and Instagram is probably the best ways to get a hold of us and YouTube. Perfect. Well, JP, thanks again for coming on. I do appreciate it. Anytime, Daryl. It was great talking to you. Likewise. Again, JP, thanks again for coming on the podcast and sharing your wealth of knowledge with us all. I do appreciate it greatly. Uh, to the fishing folks, again, please subscribe to thefishermansjournal.com. I would greatly appreciate it if you do and you, you spread the word of the podcast and what we're doing over here. And also, if you want to be entered into the giveaways coming up in the very near future, you have to be a subscriber to the Fisherman's Journal. So please do so as soon as you can. But until next time, guys, tight lines, big fish. We'll see you on the flip side.